What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome, everybody, to Million Dollar Mindset Radio. I am so thankful that you're here, as always. And I have a question for you. Tell me, how many networking events did you attend this year? More than one? (laughs) Hey, that's great. Seriously, though, I know that so many business owners find these events challenging, even define them as time-wasting. Why? Because they don't see an ROI on their investment of time. It just seems like they're wasting their time. But how would you like to go to your networking events and actually turn that time investment into money? Like maybe, I don't know, $500,000 a year or something like that? Yeah, well, that's exactly what today's guest does every single year. Colin Sprake is a business acceleration renegade, founder and CEO of Make Your Mark Training and Consulting, and author of the number one Amazon and Canadian bestseller, Entrepreneur Success Recipe, the key ingredients that separate the millionaires from the strugglers. Colin also co-authored the number one Amazon bestseller, Stand Apart, with uh, Dan Kennedy. We all know Dan Kennedy, so that's got to be a great book, too. A serial entrepreneur, Colin fully understands how to build successful businesses in any kind of economy, environment, and industry. His 20-plus years of global business business building experience from growing multinational companies to building his own multi-million dollar businesses enabled Colin to develop his success recipe of seminars and accountability programs, which teach his proven success systems for maximizing business growth, sales, and profit. And today, Colin Sprake is here today to share his very simple yet extremely powerful three-step win, W-I-N, formula so that you too can make massive money in networking, ensuring that people around you are just like itching in their seats to learn more about your business and wanting to buy your product or service. That sounds pretty cool. I'm in, right? Okay, let's do this. So we're also going to talk a little bit about how you can face your business challenges head on and those most common business challenges that Colin sees out there and working with his his businesses and his clients. And how you can go into 2015 with amazing confidence and build a really strong foundation for success. It's important this time of the year to do that review and make that plan for moving forward uh, toward your next goals and bring your business to that next level. So Colin Sprake, I am very excited to have you on Million Dollar Mindset Radio. Thank you for being here. You're very welcome, and it's great to be with you on the show today, Marla, and thank you uh, for, for the time as well, but a big uh, welcome to all the listeners as well today. 
Absolutely. We love our listeners. And Colin, you know, you just have, you know, reading your bio, and looking at your website. And of course, we've spoken and we collaborated on a, an article on, you know, turning networking events into huge money makers for, for Inc.com. And, and gosh, I'm just so impressed with the wealth of experience you have. So let's start there. Tell us a little bit about your own career path and then what prompted you to start Make Your Mark. Absolutely, Marlon. Thank you very much. You know, the big thing for me is, is of course, um, as most of your listeners can hear, I have a, a South African accent. So I actually come from South Africa. I arrived in Canada around 18 years ago. And the big thing for me in terms of building businesses, um, I was in my own business in South Africa. I've been my, in my own business from a very young age. I started at the age of nine, started a small business, and then eventually started a carpentry company uh, manufacturing cabinets when I was 18 until I was 21 years old when I finally sold out to my partner and finished my engineering degree. And, you know, throughout the years, I've been, I mean, it just fascinates me how many, how many places I've been involved with and worked with entrepreneurs um, and really started to grow and understand what makes entrepreneurs tick and how business owners think. And, you know, when I came to Canada, I started uh, with a company in Canada. I worked with them for around 18 months uh, to two years and then, I took them over. I decided, you know, I worked with them as an employee for a while. Uh, it wasn't my forte. I'd always wanted to run the company. So within about two years, I took that business over and we took it from a company that was really ailing to a company that was doing about a million dollars in profit in around four years, which is pretty spectacular. And after I left that company at the end of 2004, I just, I went into a business which was helping, uh, was more in the fitness industry and helping, um, Business, you know, people really get into, uh, you know, health and wellness and empowerment, but really understanding that a lot of these business owners that came on board didn't have the knowledge to be successful as a business owner, didn't even have the, the staying power to be a true business owner. And I learned a lot of this all the way through. And when I launched Make Your Mark um, around six years ago, I, I looked at what are the biggest challenges out in the marketplace and I took all my years of experience, I put them together in my book, in, in, in the book, The Entrepreneur Success Recipe. I put all my experience into that book and said, you know what? I now realize some of the biggest challenges out there are not just that people go and learn new strategies, um, but the biggest challenge is exactly what your show is called, Marla, is mindset. That's what I find the biggest challenge. So that's what Make Your Mark is all about, is around business mindset and business strategies and combining the two of them together to give you a winning result for your business. That's fabulous, Colin. And as you know, I couldn't agree more. I know that when I started coaching small businesses, gosh, over 12 years ago now, um, you know, it took me maybe three sessions into my career to realize that these these entrepreneurs are actually brilliant individuals and they know how to grow their businesses for the most part. I mean, sure, they need some help along the way, but it, that it was their mindset, their attitude, their belief system getting in the way. And, um, and that's where we really need to start is with the person or persons, not necessarily the plan in many cases. Well, Marla, I'll share something with you. I call it the, 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 the 3S strategy. So the first S is um, state, the second S is stories, and the third S is strategies. And the challenging part is for most entrepreneurs, what they don't realize is that until you change your state of being, your state of mind, what have you, which then leads you to changing your stories around what you do and how you do things. There's no point in learning new strategies. And sadly enough, most people go and learn new strategies 
without changing their state or stories. And until you change the first two, learning new strategies is just another strategy which will be another binder on the shelf getting shelf help as opposed to self-help which you get through really changing your state and changing your stories. Mm -hmm. I love that. Tell us a little bit about, if you can, a little bit about how you help someone actually change their stories. I mean, some of us are just, you know, some people are just married to the idea that being an entrepreneur is a struggle and and that it's hard to make money and that some businesses can't succeed in certain environments or economies. Where do you begin, you know, to help someone change that belief? Yeah, I think it's a belief, but I think it's also a habit, Marla. So what I find is I look at a lot of this and I say to people, you know, we human beings are um, creatures of habit, but also I would also say we're addictive in nature uh, or addictive by nature. So all of us have addictions in terms of the way we behave and the way we do things. And a lot of us cannot even see or hear the stories we're telling ourselves on a daily basis. And it takes somebody to really open your eyes to those stories. No example, like you just said, you know, business is hard, business is tough. Uh, right now, in my industry, things are really slow. All those kind of things. Those are just great stories. Until you change your state of mind and really figure that out, and then the biggest thing for me, it's just like any addiction. You have to say, you know, what? I'm willing to change these. I know I have a challenge with my addiction to the, my negative, self-defeating stories. I have an addiction to my behaviors that aren't serving my business. Once they've got, they understand that, my goal is to help people be have this awareness um, to, when they come out and they attend like an event with us, like our business mastery three-day event, where they suddenly have this awareness, this epiphany that they go, wow, I actually am stuck in this addiction. Mm-hmm. And then once they've got that, like any addiction, once a person acknowledges they have a problem, then they can work on it. But if they don't acknowledge it, it's pretty yeah. pointless to try and work with them on it because you'll get nowhere with them. You know, that's where the state and strategy, you know, the state comes in to allow them to change their stories. If they don't change their state, the stories will never change. So can you give our listeners a tip on how to begin to explore whether or not they have a story or stories that are holding them back? Oh, <laughs> I'll have some fun with you, Marla. It's a Christmas season or the fair holiday season. So one of the things I think, you know, if you listen, um, you know, very simply, um, one of our clients said to us this just the other day, he said, if you recorded yourself on a daily basis of what you were telling yourself, um, just the different things, just go out and when you're in your car and you, you know, on a, on a call to a client or a prospect or uh, on a call to a friend, record yourself and listen to what you tell yourself or what you tell your friends and the advice you give them and how negative the statements are that actually come up. You'll be amazed how many negative statements you actually yeah. hear. And sometimes people can't even hear the negative statements because they're not open to it. The big thing there is um, for people to be very aware. Like I say to people, the challenging part, if you heard, if you spoke to yourself, you know, the way you speak to yourself on a daily basis, I'm too fat, I'm too this, I'm too, I'm not good enough, I'm not, uh, I, you uh, I don't, I don't like who I am. I'm not, I'm not a, I don't appreciate who I am, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you spoke, if you had friends that spoke to you that way, you probably have no friends. That's why most people don't have, you know, they have a challenge in their own relationship because of how they talk to themselves. Yeah. So I would say, look at how you speak to yourself on a daily basis, and it'll give you a very good idea of the stories you're telling yourself that are super self defeating and not getting you ahead. 
I love that. So everybody out there listening, you have a challenge. Record yourself or stop and jot down every negative statement about your your circumstances or yourself that you make and, and think, gosh, you know, if a friend said that to me, would I, would I let that friend hang around in my life? Because we do, you know, I have, I have um, someone in my life who just engages in the most negative self-talk and I get angry when I hear her do it. I really do. And uh, it, it's, it's critical to change it. We are just about ready to go into our first break already. My goodness, it just goes so fast. Uh, so make sure to hop on over to Inc.com and uh, check out my articles page. And you'll find that at Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka. And go back a couple of weeks and, and take a look at the article that Colin and I collaborated on, How to Turn Networking Events into Huge Money Makers. And you'll see a bit of an outline, and we're going to cover it deeper here coming up. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Go be the money! Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Toginet Radio. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
And so, Colin Sprake, we're here talking about uh, how businesses can really get that mindset in order, how entrepreneurs can get that mindset in order to to really dig into their business and get those stories out of the way. And one of the stories I know a lot of people tell themselves, and you know what, I'm going to step forward and, and fess up here. I can I can do this myself. And and that is that networking events are a big old fat waste of time. You know, you might yeah. I've heard people. Say say, well, you know, people just want to sell you stuff and, and people just want something from you. And, and I don't connect with any of those people. And my client, here's, here's mine. Okay. My clients aren't at local networking events. <laughs> and so I don't do that. And, and so we have these stories and obviously with, with, with your story, we, we can say that networking events are well worth our time. So talk to us a little bit about these stories and, and how we can, um, you know, shift perspective on those. Yeah, absolutely, Marla. I'm chuckling in the background because, you know, I hear all the comments around networking. <laughs> and, you know, I'd like to, Marla, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to just finish off that last topic and just a, just a quick st- st- uh, understanding of the story. And I promise you I'll jump into the win strategy. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, just, just for your listeners to think they might get some, a, good little, a good laugh out of this is that, Imagine you imagine sleep. Imagine sleeping with this kind of person, a person that tells you you're not good enough, you're overweight, you're fat, you're, you're just you're stupid, you're um, unsuccessful, you're financially destitute, what have you. And people go, I would never sleep with that person. Well, most people sleep with that person every single night themselves. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a you great know, for your listeners. That's a real hard hitting point. But you know what? People really need to realize, and the listeners today, and I really put it out to all the listeners out there, start to think about what you're saying to yourself on a daily basis because it's going to lead right into how to make networking so effective because, Marlo, it is. So many people, you know, you've just you hit the nail on the head. Networking doesn't work. Networking sucks. Um, I went networking, never found the right people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the wrong people hang out in networking. All networking people are broke. You know, I said, great, all great stories, you need to understand how to network in order to make money networking. And, you know, you want me, I mean, Marla, you want to go straight into it? You want to go into the, the W of the win strategy? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's appropriate at this point. Good stuff. Okay. So, really, you know, the big part for the W, which is, um, and this, the win is an acronym, the W is where you network. And for the listeners out there today, think about where you network. Where are you hanging out on a daily basis? What networking groups are you going to? Now, I want to share with you some key strategies around where you hang out. Number one, always hang out where your customers or potential customers hang out. You know, people say, I'm going to hang out at a group where, um, there's going to be great people, but those people will introduce me to my ideal customers. That's an absolute myth. Let me tell you, give, give an example of this. Most people hang out with people that are within 10% of the income bracket they're in. So if, Marla, you're earning $100,000 a year, you're probably hanging out with people that are $110,000 or $90,000 a year. So if you've got a networking group and you want to go to, let's say, a meetup group, which there's nothing wrong with meetup groups, but the most meetup Groups are startup business owners, so typically fifty thousand to hundred thousand dollars a year in income. You know, in terms of, and even sometimes a lot smaller than that, maybe twenty five thousand dollars a year. And if you go there saying I'm looking for million dollar earners, and those twenty five 
$20,000 or $30,000 earners are going to introduce you to those million-dollar earners, that's a myth. Because those people in the group probably hang out with other people who are similar to what they are or who they are. So be very careful going to groups where you, you expect them to introduce you to other people. Always hang out at groups where your ideal client or avatar customer is sitting around the table with you. That's a number one thing. And you might be thinking, well, how do I know who my avatar is or who my ideal customer is? The more you define your customer and who you're looking for, the easier it is to find them and to really attach to the right networking group. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I know that that's probably a process you have your clients go through, and it's absolutely one that mine have to go through to to write pages and pages, really, about about this avatar and give that avatar a name and, and determine who that ideal customer is. Um, and, and you're right. And then, so, so take us a step further. Um, let's take me as an example because that'll be easiest. Um, you know, my ideal client is the female business owner who's been in, in business three to five years and is ready to scale her business and has never brought on those employees and, and has never grown in this way. She's been working on her own. And you're right. She's not at, uh, B&I groups and she's not at, you know, meet up. So how can I go out there and determine where I'm going to find that person? Beautiful question, Marla. So the first thing I'd have you write down and listeners, you can do exactly the same as what I'm going to do with Marla right now. All of you listening today, please do exactly the same because it'll help you a ton in your businesses as well. So Marla, what I'd recommend you do, I'm going to ask you one, I'm going to ask you a couple of, a couple of questions and it's going to come down to one name. So Marla, do you have a client that you um, buys from you regularly, you make a lot of money off, you love dealing with them, they never fight with you on price, and they're just awesome to deal with. Do you have a client like that? Yes, all of them. But yes, I, I, one is coming to mind, yes. Great. I'd like you to write that client's name down. Okay. And what I'd like you to do, now, what, now I call that your avatar for your business. So listeners that might be listening now going, well, I don't really have one of those clients. Most of my clients... I don't make a lot of money on, I'm not really profitable on, well, then you should be writing down what your ideal client would would look like to your business, you know, for those of you listening today. So for yourself, Marla, you've got your avatar client. Now, what you need to do is not just profile who they are. Um, Marla, would that be a business or is that an actual consumer? Oh, she's a, she's a business owner. She's a business owner, okay? So you're, you're, then you'd profile, what you need to do is profile her in absolute detail. So this lady, let's call her Mary. So you'd profile Mary in complete detail. What groups does Mary belong to? What associations does she belong to? What charities does she you know, do a lot of work with? Is she on any other boards of directors for charities, for any kind of organizations, what have you? And that's... Where she hangs out, Marla, that's where you need to hang out because birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. So that's where you find more of them. And I guarantee you they won't be at meetup groups or BNI groups or anything like that. Some of them might be at groups like eWoman Network. Um, there's some very, very successful ladies in the eWoman Network um, environment. Um, but for yourself, when you profile that and you ask, and you might say, well, how do I find this out about Mary? Well, then you, you just ask Mary the questions. She's a great client. You have a good relationship with her. Right. You sit down and you say, Mary, can you give me all the details? What do you do? Even down to, Mary, where do you go on vacation? What do you do on holidays? I mean, I book my vacations, Marla, as networking events. When I go down to the 
you know, Mexico or Barbados or what have you, I look at what is the resort I'm going to, what caliber of client am I looking for, and sometimes instead of buying a four-star pack, package for a four-star all-inclusive with my kids and family, I will buy a five-star all-inclusive. Why? Because the caliber of people around the pool are going to be in the class that I really want for our business. Nice. Well, that's good thinking. Wouldn't have gone there. Thank you, Colin. You're welcome. Everything to me is a networking event. Anywhere you meet people for your business is networking. It doesn't have to be officially a networking event. Right, right. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. So it's where we're hanging out, where we network, and our choices for that. And if, if you think networking is just a big old waste of time, the first thing you need to look at is where you're doing it, right? Absolutely. And, and please, all, your, all the listeners, please uh, eliminate the myth that you know, people will introduce you to the right people. If they're not, hanging, they're not around the table with you when you're there at that networking event or right. cocktail party or whatever, then don't go. And if you're looking for very high-end clients, I'll give you one really good tip. Look for gala functions like private schools because lots of you're looking for other business owners who are high-end. Lots of their kids are in private schools. Maybe sponsor a um, silent auction item for that, that private, you know, for that gala function. There's so much you can do outside of the standard networking. But remember, it doesn't have to be called a networking group to be networking. You're networking, whether it's one person, two people, 10 people, or 200 people, wherever you go, you're networking. I love it. I love it. It's something we definitely have to keep in mind. All right. So take us to the next step, Colin. Absolutely. So let's go to the I in the win strategy. So that takes where you hang out. And, and I'm going to finish off quickly on that for the listeners. Please, listeners, if you're going, oh, but all my friends are in that group that I'm in right now. If you're not making money at that group, do not go to that group. It's no point in going if your ideal clients aren't hanging out in that group. Your friend groups, you can do in the evening. They're called book clubs. It's just that simple. Um, yeah. It really is. It's just that simple. It amazes me how many people hang out in groups for three or four years and never get ahead. Oh, the yeah. I is my favorite part of, of uh, the win strategy, and that's what is your intention when you go networking? Now, I know many listeners are probably going, well, my intention is to build relationship, um, in increase my contact database, uh, get some friends from it, all that kind of stuff. And if you believe in universal principles, which I highly do, what you put out there is what you get. What you say is what you get back. Then be very careful going out just to build relationship because the universe says to you, great, I'll give you a whole bunch of relationships. You don't pay your bills with relationships in the bank. You know, and you've got to pay. Relationships are very important. Your intention, we all got into business to make money. And, you know, or we had a purpose. Many of us have a purpose to help lives and change lives, which is my purpose as well. But the big part of it, we're also there to generate money. So when you go out networking, you get in your car before you go out, before you go even to the networking event and you're driving there or walking or catching the bus or whatever it might be, you should be saying to yourself, I am going out today to build my business, get key relationships, get maybe two beautiful contacts and build my income and make some money. And you walk into their network event with that attitude, you will actually start to make money because if you don't talk about money and being wanting to make money, if your intention's not there, you don't get what you get. You get what you ask for. You know, the whole exactly. Henry Ford, whether you think it's, you know, whether you think you can or can't, you're right. 
<laughs> yeah, and that that is so true. Intention is it just leads the way. And Colin, we're already going into our second break. When we come back, I'd like to talk a little bit more on this topic about how you can actually measure your ROI in networking. So we're going into a break. We'll be right back with Colin Sprake. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can with Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I dot com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. Since 2004, Make Your Mark Training and Consulting has taught thousands of entrepreneurs, thousands, how to build profitable, sustainable businesses with soul. And I think those are the two key words, with soul, because those businesses positively impact everyone they touch. And today we're here with founder and CEO of Make Your Mark Training and Consulting, Colin Sprake. And going into break, we were talking about the intention in Colin's win strategy. And I couldn't agree more that intention is everything. And I have to tell you, for me, 
me, every time I go into a new what I call segment of my day, whether that's going into my next client or starting a new project or getting into my car and going somewhere, I give intention to the outcome of that little event. That's how important it is. And so going to your networking events with the intention of making money can really come back at you in a good way. So Colin, um, I, you know, in, in going into break, I said, I'd love to talk a little bit about measuring that ROI. Is there anything we need to go over, you know, with the intention piece before we move to that topic? Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit I, I can do on the call with you today, Marla, and I, I think on the show today with you is one of the things to think about for the, for the uh, um, listeners today is when you go out to networking events, I like to, I mean, when I first started out, I kept a little spreadsheet of each networking event, the people I met, and then I started to measure the results. And one of the things I train is really going out to network. You'll see this when we talk about the end part of the strategy is when you go out to network, my goal is you only come home with two, maybe three very high quality leads or contacts from that event. You don't have to get everybody's business card. That's another myth of just get as many cards as you can. Mm -hmm. I'm more about get one or two really good solid connections that you can follow up with and do really good work with. And I keep a little, I used to keep a spreadsheet and I have a system, uh, a computer system that manages it for me. And then I used to monitor what business came from that meeting. So I would monitor what those meetings cost me on a year, uh, a yearly basis. And then I'd say, this is what it cost me to be part of that meeting. Uh, and uh, the one thing I mentioned really quickly too is when you go out networking, you've got to go to the same group consecutively if it's a weekly meeting every single week for at least 10 to 12 weeks before you uh, decide whether that group's working for you or not. And remember, it's not how much the group works for you. It's how much you work for the group because the more you give is the more you get. So I just manage it all with a spreadsheet, Marla. That's the easiest way. Look at what business comes from it, but I keep, keep each group very separate to see what my ROI has been. And I can tell you on average, for the groups when I first started out, we were doing around $30,000 a year per group. And I was doing 10 to 12 groups per week for nearly two and a half years. Woo! Wow. That's brave. <laughs> that's great, but, but Marla, do, do the math on it. I mean, that, that's nearly $400,000 a year. That's the more nice. people you meet, the quicker your business grows. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's that's fabulous. Um, very, wow, I love that. Uh, so, so yeah, and I think that takes us back to something important that you said was it's about giving to the group. And, uh, you know, those relationships are important, but it's the intention of making money through building those relationships and giving back that men, that is the secret ingredient that many people forget about. Is that right? Very much so. I mean, the intention of what you do and how you help people. I go to networking groups with the intention of just giving to people. I mean, I, I go down to a mastermind group or mastermind group down in uh, Tampa Bay every quarter, and I've got to a stage where I don't get a lot from the group, but the one thing I do is I give a ton to them. And you know what? The number of things that come back from that, from introductions to other people and what have you, you know, it's just amazing. People say to me, Colin, why do you keep on going? I go, I go because I give a lot to these people and they've done so many beautiful introductions for me that have helped us grow our business. So I don't really get value at the group anymore in terms of 
um, how we grow, but I get value in terms of who they connect me with because how much I give to them. Yeah, and I think there are some very high-level groups that that's exactly why people go. And um, it, it is important to know there's people in your business who can help you grow and achieve your own goals. Otherwise, yeah, that's fantastic. Well, good. Okay, so then go ahead. Exactly. I think one, one thing I'll add in there is your, your level of success is only determined by the, 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 key, the relationships you have in your business. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, I don't want to leave out, I know we're talking about face-to-face networking here, but I don't want to leave out the importance of social networking online. Um, I do a lot of that. And I'll tell you, I, I, I have people who I've never met face-to-face who I, would, who I would call very, very good friends. So that's important too. Very much so. And I think I would love, I'll make a key note for the listeners today is, Understand one thing, listeners, please. When you do social media, social media is no different than going to a live networking event. What you do at a live networking event, you do not, you know, you do exactly the same thing in social media. The challenging part is, I don't know why people become these sales mavens or crazy people around sales when they go onto social media. You know, if you went to a networking event and stood up and said, I have three houses to sell today, who wants to buy? People, and you don't even tell people what your name is, people would find that absolutely um, aggressive in sales. People do that on social media, but they don't do that at live networking events. So whatever you do at a live networking event, do that online. Remember, social media, the word social is in there. You don't walk up to people at, at cocktail parties and tell them your latest special of the day. You walk up to them, you chat to them, you discuss, you engage, and then you might be, if they, if they inquire, then you can tell them about your latest special. So that's what I like people to really understand. Social media is all about being social. It takes time to build a rapport. I'm sure you found that, Marla, oh, with yeah. the, these people you built rapport with online. You might never have met, but they're like maybe closer than some of the closest friends you have. Yep. It's because you built the beautiful relationship with them, and that's the most important part. That's why I call it business with soul. You do good for people. You never have to worry about your bank account. The bank account take, takes, care of, uh, takes care of itself. Yeah, yeah, and that takes us so seamlessly into the N um, of your win formula, right? <laughs> so talk to us about that, yeah. Yeah, so we've done the W of where you hang out, the I, what is your intention when you go out networking, and the N to me is the most important part, which is you need a message. Now, that message needs to be very clear, and, you know, and, not, not, and there's multiple, multiple messages you can have. The challenging part for most people they talk about who they are and how great they are at networking events. They'll typically stand up and say, hi, my name's Colin Sprague from Make Your Mark Training Consulting. I do business coaching, business consulting, business accountability groups, blah, 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 of how fantastic they are. Mm-hmm. Always remember, listeners, people don't care about you until you show that you care about them. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing for me is when you stand up, do something that shows them that you have something that they really, really need. Um, they might not necessarily know they need it right now, but all of a sudden you talk about it and they go, that person has a solution to my problem or a solution to my most current challenge. And when you stand up at a networking group, let's say it's a typical standard you know, round-the-table networking group, really the message you create, I'm going to give you some key um, tips here, listeners, so please make a note um, of these key tips. Number one, you mention your name. Number two, do not mention your company. Now, most people say, wow, what, how's this going to work? I'll give you some good examples in a moment. So do not mention your company. Do not mention your title because no one really cares about 
if you're a senior financial advisor, financial advisor, they don't really care about any of those titles. Do not mention your product or service and then always have a good closing call to action. So what I call this, this meet a message, we actually call it a make your mark, we call them intrigue statements. How do you create intrigue in the mind of that listener at a networking event that they go, wow, I need to go talk to Marla. So Marla, let's go get, I'll use you as an example, Marla, so we have some fun with this. Okay. So if you're at a networking event, Marla could stand up typically at a networking event, and Marla, you would stand up and say, hi, my name's Marla, and, um, or Marla Tabaka, and I'm a business, you know, business and life coach. I help people get their lives on track, get their business and maybe their lives in balance, blah, 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 blah. My name's Marla, and you sit down. What about if you stood up and said the following, Marla? Hi, my name's Marla, and you ask a question to the group around the table. The question is a really important part. How many of you around this table are business owners? And, of course, majority of the hands will go up. And then you say the following. What fascinates me most about business owners is there's so much stress in their lives, extreme stress that's pulling them down. They're not getting ahead financially. In fact, their finances are so challenged in their business right now that it's starting to impact their relationships with their loved ones at home. If you're a person that has any of those challenges in your life right now and you want to make sure that your family relationships are on track and, on, uh, and in line as a business owner, I have a very specific step-by-step process that I would like to walk you through. If you want to learn how to do that, my name's Marla. Please come speak to me before you leave this event today. You'll have people jumping out of their seats to talk to you. Why? Because you're talking to their pain points. So that's the most important part. And you heard me. I didn't mention what Marla does. I didn't mention coaching. I didn't mention your company name. I didn't mention any of the products or services you have. I created intrigue by having what we call the hard-hitting pain statement that will get one or two people jumping out of their seats going, Marla, I have that problem. Help me. And that's what you do. And you can have multiple, multiple messages. Every You have messages depending on the group you're going to. Um, and the group could be female. It could be male. It could be a mixture. It could be a whole bunch of different groups that you go to. Then you tailor your message to be a little bit different to really, really um, get those people on board. So, Marla, you could go to an all-men's group and say, even though you're looking for female business owners, you could tailor that message to be very specific on the female market. And, and the spouses or the loved ones of those gentlemen around the table. Mm-hmm. I love that approach. And it feels it feels really authentic. And, and, you know, I'm feeling like heartwarming. You know, it feels heartwarming to me. It doesn't feel like a big sales mm-hmm. pitch. Yeah. Very much so. And it says I care about you around the uh, – care about the people around the table. And guess what? You'll get two amazing quality leads from it typically yeah. – and when you get two amazing leads, you just do great follow-up with them. You have a beautiful connection with those people. And then you don't get those stories happening. I hate, I don't want to stalk people. I feel like I'm following up too many times. Mm-hmm. I don't want to irritate people, all that kind of stuff. You never go through that. Why? Because you've built amazing connection with those two people. And that's how you get customers from a networking event. You could tailor it down to pain points that you do, Marla. You might do business coaching, life coaching. And you can break it down even more into more detail around um, specifics of business coaching. You know, you could break it down into if you're helping with marketing, maybe your exposure to Inc. Magazine. Maybe you could, you're looking for two articles for Inc. Magazine. So you can instead of saying, I'm looking for two articles for Inc. Magazine, mm-hmm. you can really find two uh, really creative paragraph 
to guide people to come come to you. Like, I have some I have some information sure. I'd love to share with you yeah. around okay. a certain topic, and that's how you get it. Nice. Colin, here we go into our final break, and we'll be right back here with Colin Sprake. We'll see you in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, empowering women to build a successful business, invites you to join her on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At the ripe age of five, she was already interpreting information in documents and instructions on forms for her immigrant parents. Now, through her experience and those of her guests, she provides you with valuable steps to empower you to reach financial independence. Martha A. Sanchez is a registered nurse with a Bachelor in Nursing and Master's of Business administration. She's a business coach, speaker, author, and CEO of Moss International, LLC. Her diverse work experience brings you expertise in areas essential to customer service, social media, and budgeting. The Mommy to Mogul radio show furthers her personal mission of empowering women to help them build successful businesses so they can reach financial independence. Join Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Are you ready to start rocking that woohoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. So get yourself on over to Amazon and pick up a copy of Colin Sprague's book that's Entrepreneur Success Recipe, the key ingredients that separate the millionaires from the strugglers. And we're getting into some of those key ingredients today. I'm really enjoying uh, Colin's formula, his win formula. And um, thanks, Colin. That, uh, that last segment was just a lot of fun. I appreciate that. And uh, you have a number of step-by-step processes at your website. Why don't you tell us more about that? Yeah, thank you so much. And it's been an absolute pleasure to be on today. And I trust that all the listeners have got a lot of value on the, the call today, mm-hmm. on the, the, the show today, Marla. But Marla, a big thing for me, yes, absolutely. We have a, we're probably my most amazing, and it sounds extremely biased, we probably have the most amazing system in the world of a seven-step step-by-step system to help entrepreneurs get from, you know, pretty much startup phase to actually even selling their business. And people go, you, you take people from, you know, a thousand to two thousand dollars a month 
to multi multi million dollar corporate you know, businesses absolutely so we have a very step by step process and that's on our website at mymsuccess.com which stands for make your mark mymsuccess.com and you know you're more than welcome once you get on that website to even shoot me an email or shoot me a message via the website I'll happily uh, check in the best way to check in with me actually is via my um, Twitter account is at Colin Sprake, so C-O-L-I-N-S-P-R-A-K-E, and I'll happily answer any questions if you um, jump on Twitter and you direct message me. So it's at Colin Sprake, and uh, I'll happily answer any questions with you uh, via Twitter. And, yeah, Marla, it really is. It's, it's been amazing growing a system. It's really starting to you – know, it's helped thousands, actually tens of thousands of entrepreneur get, entrepreneurs get to their next level. And really, my book is very different. The Entrepreneur Success Recipe is a great Christmas gift or stocking stuffer. And one of the beautiful things about that book, it actually has a test on page 41 of, to see if you actually are an entrepreneur. And you can take the test, and then it has a very specific scale at the end when you actually grade yourself. And at the end of the test, um, you, after you've graded yourself, you get a score. And then that score, you take that score and you look at what needs to be done. And the rest of the book, it's more of a reference book than a story book or just a general reading book. The rest of the book is designed to really help you understand how to get the low scores you had on track to becoming a successful entrepreneur. It's really cool. So yeah. please make sure you do get that at Amazon.com. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. It is a really cool book. So thank you. So, Colin, we have, pro- I don't know, probably about 10 minutes left in the show. Um it would be a good time to talk a little bit about the stories we take into the holidays, uh, personal stories, business stories, and, and what we convince ourselves of that, that, that isn't true. You know, how, how do we take time during the holidays and what kind of advice do you have for people to really sit down and, and take a look at those and, and go into the new year with a different perspective, a different mindset so that you can get to those next goals? Marla, I've had, this is one of my, I actually love this topic so much because, you know, you'll, your listeners will learn very quickly about me. I'm pretty direct, but when it comes to Christmas time or holiday season, what, whatever people would like to call it, for me it's Christmas, mm-hmm. is, you know, people go into it with, to me there's only two things. There's, people say that's my slow season, you know, and I don't care when, when your slow season is. I don't, mind, I don't mind what time of the year your slow season is. There is no such thing as a slow season. It's only a slow mindset. And you know, it really dovetails very well into what you do. And you know, I have people that come to me and go, Colin, it's Christmas. You know, it's Christmas time right now. There's there's no one, no no one's around. And I go, you know, I've just come down the main highway. There were many cars going in both directions. There was no tumbleweed rolling down the highway. Like seriously, you can buy into all that nonsense if you want to. But the thing is. You can, that's just a story. Yeah, you know that, Mara. It's just a story. Yeah. There's no people around. While you're busy saying no, pe- there's no people around in your industry and exactly the product or service that you sell, there's somebody signing a million-dollar contract. The only thing different between you and them, the people saying there's no people around are just buying into what the general population are saying. That's number one. And also be very careful who you associate with in your own industry. You know, I have a lot of clients that – you know, they start to work with me and they go, Colin, you're not from my industry. And I go, I am so happy I'm not in your industry because I'm going to give you some advice that most of the people in your industry wouldn't give you unless they're super successful. And sadly enough, people hang around. Let's say you're a mortgage broker. You might hang out with other mortgage brokers and they might say, oh, December is a really quiet time of the year. 
people are still buying and selling homes in December. You can go to any major bank or institution that does mortgages, and they'll tell you they're signing thousands of uh, documents every single day. So that's just a slow mindset as opposed to the, you know, going out and hanging out with the successful people who are doing mortgages. I know some people, just think about this. While you're busy making that comment that this is a slow time of the year, other people with a different attitude are going, while all those 90% of the population in, or in my industry, or not population, but 90% of the people in my industry are saying that, I'm going out and making a ton of money while they sit back, drink a whole bunch of eggnog, have a bunch of turkey and cake and whatever else, put on 20 pounds. I'm out going out and looking for clients. Why? Because no one else wants to serve them because they've bought into the story that Christmas is a slow time. Christmas is the best gift you can give yourself is to jump up and go out and change your story and go find clients because guess what? There's tons of clients out there. I don't care what business you're in. I mean, yeah. I'll share this with you, Marla, and I think it would help is I have a client that sells awnings, you know, awnings for your, um, for your patios and what have you, and he sells his awnings. He said to me, Colin, December, November, December, my two slowest months of the year. I said to him, great, that's another slow mindset attitude. He said, people don't buy awnings in Vancouver. It's raining all the time. We, have no, we pretty much have no sunshine in December. Um, it's always raining. And I said to him, I will show you how we can change that result. The year before, we did around $7,000 in sales in the, the month of November. We did around 120000 the year I worked with him. He said, wow, what a difference. I said, yes. It's all your planning prior to the slow season to make sure your season is a full season, not just a slow season. You know, so that's the one key thing I like people to really realize. There's no time to sit down and say, oh, this is just my slow season. It's okay. I'll take a few weeks off. And then we justify taking the weeks off. I'm just so tired. I need those weeks off. I've had a really busy year. If you haven't, if, if you've had a busy year and your bank account's not busy, then you've had a poor year. Right. It, right. You know, it's really getting to understand what you do activity-wise every day determines your results. So I, that's my favorite statement to a lot of people. Is, when they say, I'm so busy, I go, is your bank account busy? And they go, no. So then you're probably doing the wrong things. That's right. You're, you're busy working in your business instead of being a real entrepreneur, more than likely. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly, Marla. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's important to remember that you're going to get a jump on your competition because 90% of them are out there with that slow attitude. <laughs> so if you're out there doing something different um, during that time of the year, it's definitely going to pay off. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a, to me, it's a time of opportunity, not a time of sit back and wait. Because guess what? Majority of people in your industry are sitting back and putting their feet up. What a great opportunity to go and take a whole bunch of business away from your competition. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And and the attitude too, you know, it just goes hand in hand with intention. I'll tell one of my quick client stories as well. I have a um, a client who's an attorney and does real estate mostly real estate. And, you know, back when the market slowed down, I mean, it just dropped. Um, you know, she came to me with the attitude that everybody else said, oh, boy, you know, real estate is dead. What am I going to do now? And and my response is, you're going to recreate yourself. Now you're going to become an expert in, you're going to go to the need. And, and the need right now is how to handle short sales, how to short sale your home. And so she became the resident expert in short sales. And I'll tell you what, she did better. Better that year than she's ever ever done in any of her previous years, and and she's done 
incredible since then. So you got to think about the need during the time and how you can be different and make yourself stand out. And that'll get you ahead. Absolutely, Marlon. I wish, I wish all the, the, the listeners a ma- you know, massive success as they start to think differently and really shift some of their stories around this, this season and you know, things are slow and things are what have you. Figure out a way. I, I love what you say. Recreate yourself. Reinvent yourself. And more so than anything, recreate and reinvent your stories inside your head to be positive yeah. and self-serving rather than self-destroying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Colin, I have the honor of being on a roundtable panel with uh, my fellow Inc. authors, Kevin Dom and Jeff Hayden over at Inc. And and the topic uh, this week is is what is the, the year-end thing that you do to really become introspective and to really just look at yourself and look at your business and and, and see what needs to be done. And, and my feedback was, boy, I go to my journals. I keep journals. I keep journals my attitudes, my problems, my wins, my successes, my challenges. And when you go back and read those journals, like a book, and you see that that big picture, and you can see if you're still playing to the same old tune, or if you've really changed and evolved, that has quite an impact. So what what is the one activity that you would suggest as we close out here with about a minute left that our viewers go do during the holiday season to, to look at that type of a picture? Beautiful. I'll give, I'll give you three quick things I do in the month of December. Number one, I look at my business plan for 2015. I start to you know, look at what I did for 2014 and revamp things for 2015, sit down and do a lot of introspection of where I want to be and what I want to achieve in 2015. That's the first thing I do. The second thing I do, which I, it's a huge part of the month of December for us at Make Your Mark, is the gratitude month. So I like to do a gratitude meal with my family that have supported me throughout the year. And I actually take them out. It doesn't have to always be to a restaurant. If you cannot afford to go to a restaurant, you can do it at home. But you sit them down and you say, I just want to give gratitude for all of you for what you've done for me for the year, how you've supported me and what have you. I think that's such an important part, which most people don't do. We say thank you, passing each other in the passageway or what have you. But we don't really sit down and have a gratitude meal with the people that support us. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have to just be family, but your friends and do your, you have a, a meal with your friends and say, thank you for what you've done for me this year. And the third one is I'm going away on the 21st and 22nd of December. I take my family away just locally to a hotel and we do um, goal setting as a family for the year. We take our dream board. We did a collective dream board as a family um, yes. at the end of 2013. For 2014, we go and we take a dream board. We look at it or vision board of what we've achieved for the year, and we create a new one at this hotel. We sit down, we create a new oh, one with a whole bunch it. of family stuff. And goal planning, I mean, I have two daughters, a 10, 11-year-old and a 13-year-old, and my wife, and we sit and we do goal setting and goal planning and a new collective dream board for 2015, and I cannot wait for that. So those are the three oh, key things wonderful. I do to get life yeah. and, you know, that's how I get my life and my business in balance and make it really Thank truly you. business with soul. Perfect. Thank you, Colin Sprake. You'll find Colin at mymsuccess.com. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you